0: Desiree Berg and welcome to the 34th.
1: Revolution most definitely the lead
2: Revolution is solution to the fact degree. A revolution is the answer, I'm a panacea. to see When it is break the shadow so the sun can breathe in
1: As we been in a society's talk Ever since soon as these teenagers Don't have to nothing more There is carrying the world's weight limit Pray over the grave Keep your hearts pure. Ever since we the same Hands up!
3: General is in the house right now. Thank you so much. We are Ozo Motley from right here from downtown LA. We started. A lot of people always ask us, you know, most bands and most artists sometimes don't want to, you know, give their apoyo to a certain candidate because of certain things. You know, sometimes some people won't like you. I'll tell you what, Bernie has been down. He's one of those down from day one type vocals. When it came to Medicare for All, he was down for day one. When it came for workers' rights and education, he was down for day one. Immigration, you name it. When he saw all these people being locked up for marijuana, he said, we should legalize that federally. It makes sense. So that's why we're down for Bernie. We played his last uh, rally at the Coliseum. Any of you guys were there? Four years ago and then look what happened oh, we gotta make it this time baby we gotta make it this time we will we will we got to we gotta let the people know that this is the guy we want in fact you know it, it's crazy how all these things kind of connect you know cause I have you know, even family in Mexico they're calling me up they're saying ¿Qué con este Trump, este it's putting kids in Cages, you name it, this guy. I have a deal in Mexico. Can I tell you a little story about my tio? You wanna hear the story? Alright. His name is Pepe. José. Anyways, my tio, he used to work here in the 80s at the back in the day at the Radio Shack, right off there in Atlantic. You guys remember Radio Shack? Or am I sounding old? I got my flip phone at Radio Shack, homie. Anyways, he had to leave that job. He worked here for, for, for many, many, many years, and then he had to go back to Mexico to uh, deal with some family stuff, and he calls me all the time, and he's like, "Nico, I want to go back, I want to go back, I want to get my papers worked out. I'm like, tío, I am like Dio, i do not know if it's fucking right time to come back Have you seen what's going on. I'm like, dude, this shit's serious. And you know he gets—you know—it's funny because he gets triggered by uh, by by our president's voice sometimes, you know, because the guy just says the craziest, outlandish shit. I know, you know. So I try to send the messages on WhatsApp because I deal. You're gonna come back, don't worry, Miguel. I can't come back right now. I want to try another I'm like, it's not like the '80s two for one specials with the coyotes. You gotta come back the right way, is it? So I try to, you know, send the messages on the WhatsApp. You know, you guys got WhatsApp on your phone? You got family in Mexico too then, huh? So it's kind of like a little bit of uh, sending the messages to inspire the dude, you know? Like a, like a ghetto Tony Robbins or a, a dollar store Deepak Chopra. You know, keep this vato spirit alive to do it. But at the same time, I kind of troll him a little bit. you know, I try to troll my uncle. You guys wanna hear one of the messages I sent this guy the other day? Watch out. Don't give up. Don't allow it to happen. If there's a concrete wall in front of you, go through it, go over it, go around it. But get to the other side of that wall.
0: and Southeast LA, who have been physically and emotionally devastated with every change this administration has proposed, parents who now fear that dropping off their kids at school will be the last time they see them, children who leave notes for their parents by the door, reminding them that they should never open the door for ICE and police, and entire families who have been uprooted and hurt by the inhumane practice that is family separation. But Senator Bernie Sanders is the only
2: candidate,
0: and I want to emphasize that, the only candidate that is not only leading policy, but is leading a movement that reverses everything Trump has done to dehumanize and demonize immigrants. He proposes a that ends the ice raids, terrorizing families. Oh he proposes an end to for-profit detention that makes the trauma our immigrant families face into a profitable business. And oh he proposes redefining families the way they should have always been. Oh I know I'm ready.
3: And I know I'm willing to fight for someone I don't know. Are you? It's no secret Bernie loves teachers. And teachers love.
4: I would like to thank my parents and all the dreamers who continue to be the reason why this country is great. I want to welcome Senator Sanders to El Sereno, a place, a place I am fortunate enough to country. Senator Sanders doesn't just talk the talk, he actually walks the picket lines. Teachers Los Angeles has joined our sisters and brothers of National Nurses United in- Nightmare we have been living in.
2: And I don't just mean
4: Betsy DeVos. Before I end I'm going to give you two more things that we as Angelinos have to do that will help us strengthen our city and prepare for a Bernie Sanders presidency. One, in March of 2020 we have the opportunity to take back our school board here in LA. We can Jackie Goldberg,
2: Scott Schmerelson,
4: George McKenna, and ensuring we get Patricia Castellanos elected in Ward District 7. If you support Senator Sanders' call to hold charter schools more accountable, then you're gonna go out there and door knock and vote for George McKenna, Scott Schmurlson, Jackie Goldberg, and Patricia Castellanos. Two less than a year from now, as you head to pass your vote for Senator Sanders for president, you're going to also vote yes for the Schools and Communities First Act. Yeah. NCF calls for a reinvestment in our schools and communities by ensuring that corporations finally pay their fair share in taxes. Yeah. Let me hear you if you are sick of the corporate loopholes that allow the rich to get richer while the wealthiest state in the country sits at 39 in per pupil funding. Then you're going to help us take back our school board and then help us reinvest in schools and communities by voting YES on SEM. Ladies and gentlemen, Before I left the classroom to take this position, I told my students, one of which is up here with me, that the reason I was leaving was because I was going to go out and fix the problem that is Donald Trump. Let's do this together.
2: Will you help
4: me keep my promise to my students Watch your system.
5: speaking about my sister. If I might, if I may, as the great Nina Turner would say, because it really wouldn't be a Bernie Sanders rally without a little bit of Nina Turner in it. (laughs) My sister came to this country when she was three years old. I'm sure you have all heard the typical dreamer story, doesn't speak an ounce of English, yada yada. The only thing is, my sister is not eligible for the DACA program. She is one of over 300,000 kids brought to this country before the age of 18, yet are not eligible for the DACA program. These kids are being prevented from doing anything with their lives, not because they're on drugs, not because they're criminals. They are being put in this place because of unnecessary, arbitrary cutoff dates in the DACA program. Now, many of you may be asking, why? Why is this? Why are kids like your sister facing deportation and being excluded from the DACA program? And the answer is very simple. Two words, half measures. A half measure on DACA leaves 300,000 American children at risk of being deported. A half measure on health care leaves 40,000 Americans dead every year. A half measure on climate change leaves the future of our planet in doubt. So today, I have a message for the No We Can't Democrats. We will no longer accept your half measure on health care. We will have Medicare for all. We will no longer accept your half measures on climate change. We will have a Green New Deal. We will no longer accept your half measures on a broken immigration system. We will pass the Bernie Sanders Dream Act. Y ahora, un mensaje al hombre que vive en la Casa Blanca, y lo digo y lo digo en español para que me entiendan. Trump, tú eres un cobarde. Tú eres eres un fraude que se esconde detrás las mentiras y no te tenemos miedo. Y finalmente, ánimo a todos, con papeles o sin papeles, que en un Estados Unidos con la presidencia de Bernie Sanders cambia vidas. Es una persona muy humilde y nunca... Nunca le ha dado la espalda a los trabajadores de nuestro país. Los invito a la lucha contra el presidente, voten para Bernie Sanders, porque él es nuestra mejor oportunidad para vencer al odio de Trump. And now, since I am the student speaker, I'd like to say a few words to my fellow students. In 2016, Bernie Sanders received more votes from students than any other candidate did in the general election. And there's a reason for that. The Bernie Sanders agenda is an agenda that mobilizes and motivates young people. And we as students must use this energy to engage our fellow community members with the campaign. The reality is, young people are the backbone of this campaign. And having a... And having a good turnout is simply not good enough. We must overwhelm the establishment with organization in every campus, in every city, and in every single neighborhood. The only holding up Bernie will be doing in office is his end of the bargain. We will not wait three or four years to pass Medicare for all. So now... So now, it is our turn to hold up our end of the bargain. We must fight, organize, and vote for Bernie. And this is why I would like to invite you all to a student-led, student organizing meeting today, shortly after this event is over in room TC4. If you have any more questions, please find one of our awesome volunteers and ask how you can join the fight today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for all of your time. Gracias, Los Angeles. Thank you, LA. It's important to daydream,
3: and it's even more important to defend those dreams. Coming to the stage, the philosopher himself, freedom fighter, organizer, and national
1: campaign surrogate, Philip Agnew. East LA, how are you doing? Are you ready for Senator Bernie Sanders? Well, my name is Philip Agnew. I'm an artist. I'm the oldest of four sons born to a preacher and a teacher. I'm a Teo. I'm a deep down believer in the power of people. And I'm proud to stand before you today as a part of this movement to elect Senator Bernie Sanders as the next president of the United States of America. Now, listen, I want everybody to take a deep breath for me. I want you to look to your neighbor and say, I love the smell of movement in the afternoon. Don't you? Now, we are gathered here today in an almost unprecedented moment. On one side, there are those that feed on hate. Those that have decided that division will be the story of our lives. On the other, there are those that tell us that our vision is too ambitious, that the crumbs of incrementalism and the leftovers of little reforms will be the story of our generation. But we are here today because we believe that a different world is possible and a different America is necessary for it to be born. We are here today because we have been here for generations fighting to do more than just survive. We are here today because we believe in another way, not because we imagine it, but because we have seen it. We've seen shackles loosed on the arms and legs of African slaves. We've seen stone walls come crumbling down in the quaking of lesbian, gay, queer, and transgender comrades. We've seen domestic workers and trash men Day laborers and farmhands, we've seen students, and Cumbahee River Collectives, we've seen American Indian and Chicano moratorium movements rise up and declare that our lives have meaning, that freedom and justice and suffrage is ours, and we will fight for it. And we are here because we are an unstoppable force against a seemingly immovable object. As I look out today, I see sisters and brothers I see the past and present stewards of this land. I see the great grandchildren of the builders of this country. And I can feel, I can feel the spirit of Ruben Salazar with with us here today. We are here ready to take on the fight of our lives. Our oceans and our temperatures are rising. Gun violence is rising. Unemployment is rising. Health care prices are rising. The number of our people dead, deported, and in jail is rising. Homelessness is rising. Overdoses is rising. My blood pressure is rising. Rent is rising. And today, 2020 excitedly knocks on our door. She carries with her a new decade already born and yet to be seen. As she knocks, she wonders if the horrors of the past will greet her. She wonders if she will be okay. She wonders if she will be turned away. She knocks and she wonders who will be on the other side of the door. 2020 waits and 2020 listens. She places her ear to our door. She expects to hear hateful words, mindless chatter and arguing and lies and dog whistles and empty promises and excuses. But imagine, if you can with me, that instead of any of that, she hears us. Imagine her peeking through the blinds and seeing us. Imagine the joy on her face as the sound of our great movement cuddles her ear and marches along her arms and moves to her feet. Imagine with me that 2020 smiles as we open the door and she collapses in our embrace. Because there's universal health care in this house. There's free college in this house. There's freedom from brutality in prison in this house. There is love in this house. There are reunited families in this house. There is, if you look closely, you can see Mother Earth sitting comfortably in this house. Reconciliation is in this house. We got housing in this house justice is in this house, community is in this house, abundance and power is in this house. There is a political revolution in this house. And and, and we don't say we want Medicare for some, we want Medicare for all. We don't want housing for some, we want housing for all. We don't want justice for some, we want justice for all. We don't want college for some, we want college for all. We don't want a Green New Deal for some, we want a Green New Deal for all. Because none of us are free until all of us are free. And there is only one candidate and movement that is prepared to take on the challenges of this time with bold and consistent vision. There is only one candidate and movement that has stood with everyday people for decades. They didn't just get here. There is only one candidate and movement ready to defeat Donald Trump in less than a year. And that movement is ours, and that candidate is Bernie Sanders. So I want you to put your hands together and get on your feet as we welcome to the stage the 46th president of the United States of America, Senator Bernie Sanders!
6: Thank you. This is amazing. Look at this. Whoa. Let me, before I begin, let me introduce you to the next first lady of the United States, James Sandler. Somebody said I was coming here to play a little basketball, I guess. All right, what a huge turnout. And thank you so much for being here. Let me me begin by thanking Osmati for their music. Danny Andelon for his remarks. Elizabeth Alcantar for her remarks. Gloria Martinez, who is... The board, the UTLA's Board of Directors for the East Area. And by the way, I want to thank the United Teachers of Los Angeles for their endorsement. I want to thank them for standing up for the kids of this state. And I'm so proud to have their endorsement. To have the endorsement of the nurses in this state, the National Nurses United, one of the great unions in America. Let me thank Alex Perez Gaton for his remarks, and let me thank Philip Agnew for his introduction. You know, Philip has been running all over this country, doing some of the most important work and that is bringing young people into the political process. Philip, thanks for what you're doing. You know, I am asked every day how we are going to defeat the worst president in the history of this country. And I will tell you exactly how we're going to do it. Trump believes that his political future lies in dividing the American people up based on the color of our skin, based on where we were born, based on our religion or our sexual orientation. We believe exactly the opposite. And we're gonna win this election because we are bringing the American people together black and white and Latino, Native American, Asian American, gay and straight, Native-born and immigrants. And we are bringing our people together around an agenda that works for all of us, not just a handful of billionaires. See, I come from Vermont, we're not used to this, son. And here is, to my mind, as we engage in this campaign, we have two fundamental goals. Number one, and I'm not going to waste a lot of time on it, we're going to defeat Trump. End of discussion. You know, we got a president who is not only a pathological liar, not only running the most corrupt administration in modern American history, but he is a racist, a sexist, a xenophobe, a homophobe. And people like him do not belong in the White House. But our job is not just to defeat Trump. As you have heard, what we are about is a political revolution. We believe that this campaign is about us, not me. It is about millions of people from all walks of life coming together to create an economy a government and energy system that works for all of us, not just the one percent. And at the top of our agenda is we're going to end the racism and the divisiveness and the xenophobia of this administration. I come to you today as the proud son of an immigrant And virtually everybody out here are the proud sons and daughters of immigrants. And we are sick and tired of the demonization of the immigrant community. And that is why. That is why on day one, through executive order, we're going to restore the legal status of the 1.8 million young people and their parents eligible for DACA. And that is why we're going to do what the American people want and move forward to comprehensive immigration reform and a path towards citizenship for 11 million undocumented. And that is why we are going to end this barbaric southern border policy which tears babies from the arms of their mothers. We do not believe that a mom who travels 1,500 miles with a baby is a criminal and she will be treated with the justice and dignity she deserves. All of you know that real change in this country has never taken place from the top on down. It has always taken place from the bottom on up, that's the history of the labor movement, it is the history of the civil rights movement, it is the history of the women's movement, it is the history of the gay rights movement, it is the history of the environmental movement, real change takes place. When millions of people look around them and say that the status quo is no longer working, we have got to, together, move toward justice. This is a justice campaign. Economic justice, racial justice, social justice, environmental justice. And when we look about us, we understand that there is something profoundly wrong when so few have so much and so many have so little. There is something grotesquely immoral about three people owning more wealth than the bottom half of America when tonight. 500,000 Americans will be sleeping out on the streets. So we are about changing in a very fundamental way the priorities of this country. Now I know you see on TV the billionaire class getting a little bit nervous No, we're standing up to their greed and their corruption and literally they're already figuring out what they're going to do. Are they going to leave the country? Are they going to get divorced? What are they going to do to protect their billions? But what we say to them is that we will no longer accept having more wealth and income inequality in America today than at any time since the 1920s. We say to the billionaire class, whether you like it or not, you're gonna start paying your fair share of taxes. And when we talk about an agenda that works for working people, it is not complicated. You all know what it is. It is that if you work 40 hours a week, you don't live in poverty. And that means, that means we are gonna raise that minimum wage nationally to at least 15 bucks an hour. We're going to end the absurdity of women making $0.80 on the dollar compared to men. Equal pay for equal work. And brothers and sisters, we're going to make it easier for workers to join unions. We have legislation in that will double the number of workers in unions, and that is what we're going to do. We're going to create millions of good-paying jobs, rebuilding our crumbling infrastructure. And that is not just roads and bridges, it's schools. It is building the millions of units of affordable housing this country desperately needs. Right now, in California and all over this country, you got a whole lot of folks who when they turn on their water faucets, the water that comes out is toxic. That is not what America is about. People are entitled to clean water, and we're gonna make that happen. And when we talk about education, We're talking about a revolution in the way we do education. Everybody here knows that the most important years of intellectual and emotional development for children are zero through four. Zero through four. Yet we have a childcare and a pre-K system that is dysfunctional. We believe that every working class family in America deserves to know that their kids are going to high-quality, affordable, universal childcare. And we are going to create the best public education system in the world. We're going to triple funding for Title I schools. We're going to fund disability programs so that all of our kids have an equal opportunity. And we want the best and the brightest to go into teaching, because we respect teachers and we'll make sure that every teacher in America earns at least $60,000 a year. And because we believe in human rights, we believe that everybody, regardless of their income, has the right to get a higher education. And that is why we're going to make all public colleges and universities in this country tuition free. And it's not just college. Many young people want to go to a training school. To become an electrician, a plumber, a carpenter, we need those workers, they're entitled to get that training as well. And I'll tell you something else that we're going to do, because we look at the world a little bit different than many establishment politicians. And we believe that if the United States Congress could bail out the crooks on Wall Street 11 years ago. If a couple of years ago, Trump and his cronies could give a trillion dollars in tax breaks to the top 1% and large corporations, we're going to cancel all student debt in America. And we're going to do that, we're going to do that by imposing a modest tax on Wall Street speculation. And I'll tell you something else that we're going to fight for, and that is to end the international embarrassment of this great country of ours being the only major country on Earth not to guarantee health care to all people as a human right. So today, I tell you, on our first week in office, we are going to introduce Medicare for All, single-payer legislation. And we are going to take on the greed of the insurance companies which charge us twice as much per person in health care as do the people of any other country, that's going to end. And we're going to take on the incredible greed and corruption of the drug companies in this country. They're no longer going to charge our people, in some cases, 10 times more for the same medicine sold in Canada or in other countries. And our Medicare for All proposal means no more premiums, no more co-payments, no more deductibles, no more out-of-pocket expenses. It means when you get sick, you go to the doctor you want to, you go to the hospital you want to, you don't take out your wallet or your credit card. That is what a civilized healthcare system is about in a democratic society. Now obviously the insurance companies and the drug companies and the Republicans and many of my democratic colleagues, they don't like this. They don't like it because they're scared of the power of the insurance companies and the drug companies. They know and you know that last year the healthcare industry made a hundred billion in profits. While many of you are uninsured or underinsured and a half a million Americans went bankrupt because of medical debt. So together, we say today to the insurance companies and the drug companies, take it on, bring it on. We are not intimidated by you. And when the American people stand up and understand and demand that health care is a human right, not a privilege, we will have Medicare for all. Now, we got a president who is someone I disagree with on everything. All right, that goes without saying, but I'll tell you something, where Trump is a danger not only to our country, but to the world, and that is his ignorance and his refusal to acknowledge the reality of climate change. So let me be very straight with you guys. Climate change. Climate change is not only real, of course it's real, it is not only caused by the emission of carbon and human activity, of course it is. It is not only causing massive damage here in California and all over the world, but what the scientists are telling us is they underestimated the severity and the speed in which climate change is ravaging this planet. So today we say, and this is a huge issue, we are talking about the future of the planet. We are talking about rising sea levels that will flood major cities in the United States. Right now, Venice, Italy is underwater. Right now, Australia is burning. God only knows you know what the drought and wildfires have done to California. Right now, all over the world, there are people leaving their communities because of drought and because of flood. The UN estimates over 100 million people will be climate refugees. So today we say to the fossil fuel industry and their apologists in Washington, We say we are going to take on the fossil fuel industry. That the future of this planet is more important than the short-term profits of the oil companies and the coal companies and the gas companies. And I am so proud because this issue is so consequential, not just for us, but for our kids and our grandchildren. I am proud to be working with great people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and many others on a Green New Deal. And what this does is transforms our energy system away from fossil fuel to energy efficiency and sustainable energy. It's going to retrofit older buildings all over this country, revolutionize transportation, and invest very significantly in wind, solar, and other sustainable energies. And when we do that, we're going to create up to one point, up to twenty million good-paying jobs. So this is an issue that we all need to be engaged in. We are fighting for the planet. We are fighting to make sure that the world that our children and our grandchildren live in is a healthy and habitable world. And brothers and sisters, when we talk about a progressive agenda, we are talking about ending a broken and racist criminal justice system. I am sick and tired of seeing in this country more people in jail than any other country on earth, including communist China. So what we are going to do is invest in our young people, in jobs, and education not more jails and incarceration we are going to end private prisons and detention centers and we are going to end the destructive war on drugs We're going to legalize marijuana in every state in this country. And we're going to expunge the records of those who were arrested for possession of marijuana. And what we're also going to do is not allow a handful of corporations to control the marijuana industry. We're going to help those communities, mostly African-American and Latino who have been hit hardest by the war on drugs to profit when marijuana becomes legal all over this country. I don't have to tell anybody here because we've just seen it the other day. Another example of horrific gun violence. In this country and it sickens me and you to know that every week every day people are getting shot down and killed and it upsets me immensely to know that in schools like this kids are undergoing drills and are scared to death that when they walk into a school something terrible might happen so here's my promise to you gun policy under our administration will not be determined by the NRA. Gun policy will be determined by the American people. And they want to, in so many ways, make certain that people who should not own guns do not own guns. That we end the gun show loophole that we end the so-called straw man provision, that we finally end the sale and distribution of assault weapons in this country. And brothers and sisters, when we talk about a progressive agenda, we are talking about the right of women to control their own bodies. I am sick and tired of hearing so-called conservatives who tell us they want to get the government off the backs of the American people, that they believe in small government, but somehow they believe that politicians have the right to tell every woman in this country what she can do with her body. And we're going to end that. And men, now is the time to stand with the women of this country. And here's a promise, no nominee of mine to the U.S. Supreme Court will not be 100% supportive of Roe v. Wade. We are living, as all of you know, in an unprecedented moment in American history, and in fact in world history. And it's not just Trump and his lies and his corruption, it goes deeper than that. It goes to the fact that this country is moving toward an oligarchic form of society, where a handful of billionaires control the economic and political life of this nation. Where billionaires today are contributing hundreds of millions of dollars to the candidates who will make them even richer. So what our campaign is about is creating a democracy built on one person, one vote, not billionaires buying elections, which is why we're going to overturn Citizens United and move to public funding of elections. Our campaign is about creating An economy that works for all of us. A government that stands with the working class of this country. A working class that I proudly came from and that you come from. And we are sick and tired of seeing almost all new income and wealth going to the people who need it the least. What this campaign is about, ultimately, is a political revolution, and what that means is an understanding that no one person, not me or anybody else, can do it alone. I wish I could tell you, elect me president, I'm going to do it all. It doesn't work that way. We are taking on Wall Street. We are taking on the insurance industry. We're taking on the pharmaceutical industry. We're taking on the fossil fuel industry. We're taking on the military-industrial complex. We're taking on the prison-industrial complex. We are taking on the whole damn 1%. And I can't do it alone. The way that change takes place, Is when all of us stand up together. So I'm here this afternoon, yes, I'm here to ask for your help to make sure that we win the Democratic primary in California. I am asking for your help to make sure I am asking for your help to enable me to win the Democratic nomination, and I am certainly here to ask for your help to defeat the worst president in American history. But I am here today to ask even more of you. And that is that the day that we are inaugurated we're going to roll up our sleeves together. We're going to end the racism and the divisiveness in this country. And together we are going to pass an agenda that speaks for the needs of the children and the vulnerable and the elderly, the people who have no voice that speaks to the needs of the working families and the middle class of this country. That speaks to the needs of the elderly in this country. So today what I'm asking you is part of the political revolution, the need to rethink politics. What we have got to do is reach out to our friends, our co-workers, our fellow students and tell them We're sick and tired of their moaning and groaning and complaining. If they're tired of earning low wages, they got to get involved in the political process. If they're tired of not having any health care, got to get involved in the political process. If they can't afford to go to school or leave school deeply in debt, they got to get involved in the political process. And if they're scared of climate change, They got to get involved in the political process. This campaign, both the primary and the general election, will be dependent upon one thing and that is voter turnout. That's about it. Nothing more. Don't worry about polls, anything else. It's all voter turnout. And our job is to reach out to our friends and our neighbors and to have the largest voter turnout in the history of this country. And when we do that, when we involve our brothers and sisters in the political process, not only will we defeat Trump, we're going to transform this country and create a government based on the principles of love, compassion, and justice. Thank you all very much.